The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday and part of your weekend, wherever you are, maybe uh, digging out from the snow or maybe uh, coming home from church or going shopping, whatever it is that you're planning today. Thank you so much for making us part of it. This is Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Who's Kelvin? Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country, and you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca, and you could reach him anytime at 416-457-7526, 416-457-PLAN. And like I said, askkelvin.ca, a great website filled with great resources, but also uh, that uh, schedule a call link in the top right-hand corner where you can click on that link and enter a time and date of your choosing, and you've got yourself a free appointment with Kelvin, the money guy. Always a great resource. And Kelvin, thanks uh, for making us part of your Sunday. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. Good morning, Chris. Is everything good with you? Everything's good. Just uh peering out into the uh, <laughs> snow, into the, the white abyss, <laughs> thinking about having to shovel my driveway. But uh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. One Jeez, of the, I tell uh, you. Yeah. Another month, I guess, and we're and we're good to go. The winter is really, when you think about it, gone by so fast, eh? Like, I mean, it really no snow. Yeah. So. Huh. Uh, been, yeah, I've been uh, dealing with that this week. Mm-hmm. Kelvin, you know, we we talk a lot about retirement and there's so much that has changed over the years and you know we talk about humble beginnings like what is the beginning where did (laughs) retirement come from all the things that we are saving and scraping and planning for what is this sort of what is the origin story of retirement yeah so i got to thinking about that because of course we're going to get bombarded with rsps and we should save for retirement and 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 i thought to myself where did retirement come from like who who invented that Oh, like what happened? So when I look back, it started, retirement came about in in 1881 by Otto Bismarck. Wow. He was a conservative president, uh, yeah, minister of uh, Prussia. And he, he came out with a radical idea at the time that government run financial support for older members of society. In other words, retirement. So it was a real radical thing back then. And here we are. 2023 and it's still going strong that's amazing like i i know nothing against the uh the german people but you know prussia (laughs) was a german state and um i just didn't think that they would have been the ones that come up with retirement they seem to be the work till you die type that's uh it's yeah i I hear you that's where it would have come from and from uh, a character like otto von bismarck who just just even thinking about all i think about is my grade 12 history class where we had an overhead (laughs) projector and a map of Prussia on it, and the teacher accidentally dropped a transparency of Otto von Bismarck over it, and he was just awed by the beauty of that symbolism for <laughs> it, it. What felt like fifteen minutes, I don't know. It was like, okay, Mister Harper, can we start learning again? Yeah. What's going? <laughs> what's going on? But you know, uh, it's it really is interesting to think that it it's been it hasn't been that long. You know, eighteen eighty one. Yeah. Is only you know in some you know, some 
case it's only a couple of generations yeah exactly subtracted from us yeah and he he was the iron chancellor they nicknamed him right and and he really introduced it as a secure as like a social security system you know to appeal like you said the german working class and and at the time there's a socialist party they were trying to combat and that's where the retirement came from mm. so they decided okay you know what we'll just uh pay older people um, stay home and do it like it's a retreat almost actually retirement is a retreat a retreat mm -hmm. from your work or you know, your business or whatever whatever you do so it's quite interesting you know and interestingly enough when they uh, they picked 865 back then why I have I couldn't find out why they picked 65 to be honest with you mm -hmm. um, but it just seemed like they never really had to pay out any money because the average lifespan back then was 60. Maybe that's right. why they picked like they Maybe, wouldn't yeah. have to pay. <laughs> they wouldn't have to pay that many people out. And if you were sixty-five, you yeah. probably weren't, you know, great for working in sort of manual labor positions yeah. and things like that, where you think yeah. about the backbreaking labor that people were probably doing in a lot of right. situations. Of course, there there were probably some clerks and people who worked in offices and things like that. But for the most part, it was probably a lot of hard, hard work that you were doing. And mm -hmm. at 65, not only did you earn that break and earn that retreat, you probably couldn't do that work anymore. Yeah. And, and I mean, today, like the legal retirement age in Canada is what, 65? You don't have to retire in 65. I remember a few years ago, uh, they tried to change it to 67. And then they flipped it back to uh, to 65. So retiring is one of those things is it depends on you, you know, Um so, so we here, our our uh, social thing is CPP in old age, and and it's a really interesting question that people ask me all the time about Calvin. Should I take my CPP now? I'm sixty years old. Or should I wait till I'm sixty five or seventy? And it's a and for everyone, it's different. Um, the old notion was to leave it to your sixty five, and you know you'll get more money. But a lot of things have changed along the way, you know. So people that are listening, uh, maybe go into Service Canada if you don't have a an account set up, and see what see what you would get at sixty and sixty one and and so on, and maybe do the math. So my when I look at all of this stuff, I think the sweet spot for most people is sixty three. I think most people should take it then. Um, but you know, you have to do the math. Remember, I always say math don't lie. So you have to figure out. Do I take it or what do, what do I do? Do I leave it, right? So that's a discussion you have to have with your advisor or you give me a call. It, can, you can take mm -hmm. it while you're still working if you still plan to work past. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can still take it. And and in some cases for clients of mine, we look and say, okay, uh, let's start taking the CVP now and put it into an RSP. So what happens is, you know, if you take it at 60, when you're 65, if you do the calculation, you're probably better off. It depends right. on you, right? So you're doing you know, a little tax do. deferral on yeah. the RRSP, yeah. and then you've exactly. got a little bit more money set aside for when you do stop working. Yeah, and what if you can get a growth rate of 5 6%? Well, then you're, you're better off. Now, if you're going to take the CPP at age 60 and buy a car, well, maybe don't. <laughs> maybe don't do it, right? But if you're going to do something constructive of it, maybe maybe do some research and find that out. So, so those are the kind of discussions you need to have with your advisor. And if you don't have one, go on my site or give me a quick call, and we can have a quick do a quick calculation and figure it out. Right? 
So, so retiring, you know, we, we, we thought we say it's retiring, but retiring is about living. It's not about just dying off and doing nothing for the rest of your life. It's really about living. And if you plan it out properly and you retire at a, at a nice age, you know, you're going to enjoy your life the rest of your life. Remember when they started this retirement thing back then, most people died when they were 60. Today, while we're living longer, right? The, the An average 65-year-old man has a 50% chance of living till 87 and a 25% chance of living to 89. A woman, 65-year-old today, has a 50% chance of living till 90. So you really need to, you know, uh, there's, a, there's a good chance for a couple that's age 65 that one of them is going to live till they're 90. So in your retirement planning, you really got to think, man, I'm going to live longer in my retirement than I do in my working life. Because, you know, we're eating healthy and exercising and all that kind of stuff, right? So we're living longer. So, so there's three things I think um, are challenges that are affecting our retirement. And, and like I say, it's, I think the risk is longevity, right? How long are we going to live? And we'll cover these in detail. Uh, market risk. We already know what last year was like, a bad year in the stock markets. In fact, last we had about, uh, in the last 50 years, we had four bad years and last year was one of them. So what if you're in the midst of retiring last year? What do you think happened? So you need to talk about that. And the other thing is inflation risk. Inflation risk never really existed or we didn't think about it till the last, well, last six months, right? That's all you yeah. hear about. But inflation has always been around. You know, the index relate for inflation is about 2-3%. So you always have to make sure that you look after those things as you, you know, as you plan your, your life, not just your retirement life, but your, your life. So maybe after the break, I'll talk a little bit more or we can chat a little bit more about longevity as one of the risks to retirement. Perfect. You know, you don't necessarily think of longevity as a risk. We'll talk about how it can be and how you can plan to make sure that it isn't to mitigate against that risk. You're listening to Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca, or give him a call at 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. Stay tuned to your life, your money with Kelvin the Money Guy here on six forty Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning going into the afternoon here. You can always visit Kelvin's website, by the way, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And uh, click on the schedule a call link and pick a date and time of your choosing where you can chat with Kelvin. Uh, you get a free appointment to chat with Kelvin and uh, discuss your money life and discuss what's happening uh, on your road to retirement. And uh, that's something that uh, Kelvin, the money guy, was talking about uh, just before we took that uh, short commercial break, talking about retirement. We touched on the history of retirement, but talking about some of the challenges that are possibly going to affect your retirement income. And one of them is longevity. Kelvin, can we dig into this a little bit? What? Uh, how is longevity uh, a risk? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I say, 
um, we're living longer. And if we don't plan, you know, for that, when we get to the 80, 90, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. One of the big question I get from people is, will I, will I outlive my money? So you really got to think about that, you know, you really got to give it some thoughts. Like I say, um, before the commercial, what are the chances we're going to live till we're, you know, 80 to 90 years old. So if you've only planned a 20 year or 20 years into retirement and you live longer than this, well, you could find yourself struggling financially later in life. So you might have it really great right now, but as you hit that, I don't know, 75, 80, you might end up in some, you know, quite problems if you don't do it properly. As most of us don't know how long we're going to live, it's hard to know how much money we're going to need. So we have to do some basic math and figure out and figure those things out. You know, you, you don't want to use up all your money too quickly and risk not having enough later on. On the other hand, you don't want to have to live more frugally than you have to. So you really have to have that life balance and what you want to do. So there's certain statistics that that we find um, when the when we get into RSP time, where the banks do all these surveys, and what they found was uh, most Canadians need about four thousand dollars to live on when they retire, when they hit sixty five. So so we know that. So we know that. Uh, so longevity is one of those things where you have to really sit and do this math. So we know to give you one thousand dollars a month. From the time you're 65 to 93, you need about $220,000 earning you 5% somewhere. If you get a percent higher, if you get uh, 6% rather than 5 of course, the money will last you a couple of years longer. So you really have to blend um, you know, what the markets do and how much you save as you go. Remember, we, li- we live in the best country in the world, I think, in my opinion. We get CPP and we get old age. So the average CPP is 800. The average, uh, the old age is about 640, something like that. So each person gets about $1,440, right? When you're 65 and lasts you forever. So that's $2,800 coming into, you know, spouse, you and your spouse, right? So if you need 4,000, your shortfall is, is 420,000. So between now and the time you hit 65, the answer is to try and, you know, save as much as you can. Maybe you, maybe you have a great pension plan at work, so that adds up as well. Try and build up your TFSAs and things like that. So when we when we look at um, again longevity, the average. What Chris? What do you think the average salary in Canada is? Any idea? Uh, I it's it's got to be. Is it? I'm trying to think of the last time that I I looked this up, and it was it was re, it was lower than I thought. And I'm I'm guessing is it around sixty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 000? average is about seventy two thousand a year. Okay. Yeah, so seventy two thousand. Better than 000. I thought. That's good. Which works <laughs> out to be about thirty. Inflation there. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it, it turns out. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It turns out to be thirty six dollars and ninety two cents an hour. Okay. So that's seventy two grand for for the for you for the year, and that's the average, right? You'll make mm-hmm. some will make more, some will make less, but that's pretty much the average. And interestingly enough, the average. Canadian has about $145,000 in their RS, saved in their RSPs. So, you know, we're getting there. It used to be, it used to be a lot less. And I think through these kind of shows, 
um, advertising on TV and and so on, financial advisors encouraging people to save save up for retirement. It's we're, we're getting higher, right? So you know, again, maybe after the break, we'll we'll go actually we'll go into the second one, which is market risk. What are the okay. what are the well actually before we take a break, um, we'll talk to uh, Brian, who's called in. He's been waiting on hold. Brian, thank you so much for calling. What's your question oh. for Kelvin the Money Guy? Yeah, hi there. Good morning. Great show. I love listening in the morning. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So there's just two questions. Uh, one's referring to uh, sustainability on high-yield uh, split funds, and as well as, I notice a lot of banks these days are introducing uh, high-yield covered calls as well. Uh, I wonder why they're introducing those into the market, and if you could explain a little bit, that'd be great. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't catch some of the questions you were breaking up a little bit there. Um, what I got was about high-yield accounts you were talking about. Yeah, the high-yield... Uh, Sorry, you, yeah, sorry, sorry, Brian, you're cutting out. Is it a split fund? Is that what you're asking about? Correct. Yeah, so yeah. so that I don't, yeah, that you're going to have to, I'm going to have to call you off here to chat about. Um, I don't want to generalize the answer to you. So maybe reach out to me after or leave, leave your number and I'll give you a call after the show. And we can have a chat about it. But yeah, there's a lot of advertising going on about a whole bunch of things now. So people really have to be mindful of, is that for me? So maybe Brian, maybe give me a shout after, or I'll, or give me, leave your number and I'll reach out to you. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Great. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. If you want to give us a call here on six forty Toronto, you can call us at four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Kelvin, you uh, just before uh, we went to the call there, uh, you were mentioning we're going to uh, talk a little bit about some of the other risks to your retirement and uh, maybe the, the market risk, where uh, where does that play in? Yeah, well, that, like like Brian's question, there's lots of lots of little things that are going on right now. I mean, interest rates have gone up quite a bit, eight times actually in the last year and a bit, yeah. which is hot, which never happened ever, ever before. So there's all kinds of high yield accounts, all kinds of split uh, things that are happening now. Is that um, working and, to and try it might and take be, advantage of those higher yeah. interest rates? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, it's uh, people that are looking for GICs and things like that and have some money that they need in the short run, not the long run. Maybe a GIC is the answer these days. We never used to say that, you know, um, and, I, and I think it's like everything else is just a short term thing. Right. Um, but market risk is a big thing for a lot of people. And the challenge is. Is not being involved in the markets because the only way to hedge inflation and so on is to be involved in the stock markets. And where you are depends on you, right? On how on how you feel. So when when I was talking about RSPs, the baby boomer actually, the, the average baby boomer has about a hundred and eighty to two hundred thousand in their RSPs because I guess they started saving earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And and when they started work, I mean the RSP was born in. 1957. Um, so I guess these the, the 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 last end of the baby boomers, I guess, grew up only with RSPs. So that's that's why they save quite a bit. And it's turning out to be quite the challenge for people because of the taxation um, on on your RSPs, right? So the market risk is what happens if the market plummets and reduce my retirement income? 
And if people are listening and think back to 2009, 2008, 2009, when the financial crisis happened, mm -hmm. the Great Recession, they say, if you were riffing your money or drawing a um, an income from your RSP, you had choices to make. Do I reduce the amount I take? Um, or, or so my money will last me longer? Like, what do I do? So those are kind of challenges that you have to, that you have to think about. You know, and the other thing with market challenges, can I accumulate sufficient funds using low interest uh, vehicles like we just talked about, GICs? So prior to the last, I don't know, six months or so, GICs were about 1% and 2%. Mm -hmm. If inflation is 2% and you're only making 2%, well, guess what? You're going to run out of money one day. So to enjoy your retirement years, you know, that you desire, you really have to have a hard look at what kind of risk am I going to take so I don't run out of money. And one of the questions people have to ask themselves is, how do I feel if I make 7%? But more importantly, how do I feel if I lose 7%? So, so, you, so this is where the financial advisor comes in. You know, people that don't have one should go get one or give me a call because these are the things we need to to kind of figure out where where are we and and how you know last year was a very interesting year only because you know it was one of the worst years that we had in a long long time um many people now are getting their year end statements their december you know not january to december statements and when you open it up you're going to be quite shocked because what it looked like in september it's much better now so the markets went through its ups and downs, and those are some of the risks. So if you were very, um, you know, afraid of the markets, and you pulled out back then in September, October, you'll be totally. You'll look at your statement now and you go, "Man, why did I do that?" Because things have caught back. So the projection for the year for this year looks like it's going to be bumpy a bit. Looks like it's going to be one of those topsy turvy first quarter. People that have uh, RSPs, TFSAs, Liras, RESPs, things like that, maybe have a, maybe open up the statement when you get it, and look inside, and see what do I have? What does my investment have? Do I have bonds? Because when interest rates go up, bonds go down. What's my position in technology? Uh, so just have a look at all those things and see where you are. The approach you know I've been doing this for like thirty years, right, Chris? And what I find is have a balanced approach to your money. Don't try and shoot the lights out. And after the break, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about inflation risk and some of the things that you should do when we're inflationary times. Awesome. And that's something that a lot of us are probably thinking a lot more about than we have in a really long time. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L vin.ca you can schedule a call there or you could call them up yourself at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN talking inflation risk as we continue with your life your money here on 640 toronto 
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Or you can give him a ring. On the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we've been talking about the history of retirement a little bit. That's how we uh, started off the show, talking about the humble beginnings of retirement, 1881 in Prussia. Uh, They decided, how about we have a little bit of old age security, a little bit of retirement security for those uh, lucky workers who are able to uh, survive to 65 and uh, still the same retirement age here today at 65. And uh, a lot has changed. Uh, there's uh, been a, uh, a long road over to this this date, and we find uh, a lot of the challenges that could pre- uh, possibly present themselves. I've been rolling through some of those as you think about the longevity risk, making sure that you don't outlive your money, the market risk, um, trying to just sort of make sure you've got a good place in the market and make sure that you're able to use the market to hedge inflation because you're not going to be able to do it unless you're investing in the market. Uh, and that brings us to inflation risk. And Kelvin, that's got to be one that probably hasn't been too much of a worry for the last, right. I don't know, it, I, I want to say 25 years, but it's probably more. And now we find ourselves really dealing with inflation in a, in a new way. Yeah, inflation in Canada is really about, usually about 2%, right? Um, the last six months, man, it's like uh, six and a, well, it was at 8.2 in June. And I guess last week it's six point two and mm-hmm. coming down because of interest because of you know interest rates going up, so it's actually starting to just to, to weigh itself down. But inflation risk is is the problem, you know. Can and will your retirement income keep up with the rising cost of living? So you really have to sit and think, you know, if I invest in yes, GICs are high now, but if I historically invest in a GIC and I only got paid two percent and inflation is two two and a half. I'm really eroding the purchasing power of my dollar. Remember what cost you 25 cents in 1970 is, a, is I forget what it is today. It's like dollar something. I forget what, what the number is. But inflation, you know, actually I how to put inflation in, 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 in terms is I have clients that tell me they paid more for their last car than they did for their first house. So that's the power of inflation. So you really have to make sure that if I retire today and I'm, you know, 60, 65 years old, when I hit uh, 80, will I run out of money? So you really have to figure out without jeopardizing your, you know, your future, how I'm going to invest my money and what am I going to do? Traditionally, there have been several methods for generating, you know, personal income or a, or a, a, a traditional stream of income for retirement. And typically there are rifts when you turn your RSP in, in, when you turn 71, you have to turn your RSP into a RIF and your first payment starts when you're 72. So a RIF is the opposite of an RSP. An RSP, you're putting money in, a RIF, you're taking money out. And that's where the tax problems become because you're taxed quite a bit. The, the second thing is annuities. 
Annuities used to be a really good thing for a lot of people because interest rates are really high. Now, yeah, you really have to think about it if you want to buy an annuity or not. And the, the third thing is periodic withdrawals from unregistered investments, meaning non-TFSA, non-RSPs. So those are the three income stream when you retire. Uh, RIFs are unregistered or you know registered unregistered fund and they, they generally they'll generally go at the whim of the market. Like I was saying before the commercial in 2008, many people had to either decrease the amount they took out they took out um, or run the risk of outliving their money. So you're really at the whim of the market. And that's where you really have to get an advisor and sit down with them and figure out where you are. Um, you know, it's it, it's great in times when things are going good, but terrible when we get into the downturns. Um, GICs that I talked about, uh, I personally, I don't think it's a great uh, thing for people to to um, put in because they will they they won't keep up with inflation. Remember, when you invest in the stock markets, you're investing in corporations. And the sole purpose of a corporation is to make money. So, for example, if you buy shares in McDonald's and the price of a Big Mac goes up, well, the shares of the company will go up as well, right? So you, re so you really need to sit and, and, and strategize about those kind of things and how am I investing my money, right? So you really have to, you know, the stock markets go up and down and up and down. And you really have to put yourself in the middle of that and be okay. Many people, there's a new sheriff in town is what they call is what they say now. It's called the GMWB, the Guaranteed Minimum Withdrawal Plans. And they're typically run by insurance companies. And, and, and what these things offer is a guaranteed income for life. You know, it allows the investor to lock in, you know, market gains when it goes up without suffering the effects of the market decline. So many people that are listening should kind of have a look at these GMWB. It's not new. Um, it's something that's coming back again because of the way interest rates have gone, because of inflation. Um, you know, so it, it kind of gives you a way to invest your money like a GIC, but take advantage of the markets. So we need to look at those kind of things, you know. I, I, I think it's important to, to know where you are today, where you want to be tomorrow, and more importantly, how will you get there? There's many products and things out there that people could put their money into. Um, but you have to really know, you know, what's Chris, what's your risk? You know, what are you looking for in your money? That kind of stuff. You know, what's your history of uh, your family's history of longevity, right? Is it long? Most people pass away when they're 80s or 90s. What are you planning for, right? So those are the kind of things that you have to look for when you when you're um, planning out your retirement there's many challenges but i think if you sit down and you put pen to paper i think you'll figure out uh you know what's good for you right um so so these gmwbs that i'm talking about um it's appealing it's really appealing to two distinct age group the 45 to 60 year old um you know these people are accumulating wealth um so they get annual bonuses. So if you put your money away in these things, you don't touch it for 15 years, you get bonuses that the, that the company gives, gives you. Um, 
you know, as long as you don't withdraw your money, you get these things, right? Um, it's also good for people that are in post-retirees, you know, people that are 60, you know, 65, 70 years old. You get a, you get, um, you get pretty much like a guaranteed um, income for life. So you really need to delve into these things with your advisor and figure out if this if this is what you want. It might not be for all your money, but it might be for you know for some of it, right? Um, like everything, you have to mix and match, and try and figure out if the, these things are appropriate for me, right? And and do the research. Sit down with your advisor or give me a call, and we can figure out if this is something that that you want to do, right? I think what I'm trying to say is you must you must have a game plan, right? And maybe after the break we'll touch on we'll touch on something like that. What what should you look for as you approach that retirement age? Exactly. And I always say you don't know what you don't know, and that's why it's important to have someone like Kelvin in your corner. Because if you only go based on what you know, you you know you might know GIC, you might know RRSP, but there's a whole world of TFSAs and now these GMWBs that you could be looking at that maybe not something that is a uh, household name or maybe not something that your uh, buddies and you uh, talk about at the golf course, but it could be something that could solve a lot of your retirement problems and mitigate some of the risks that uh, you're worried about. And the only way to know about it is if you've got someone like Kelvin, the money guy, on your side. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or you can give him a call on the phone at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. More on your game plan for retirement as your life, your money continues with Kelvin the Money Guy here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you so much for listening to Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. And uh, we are here every Sunday helping you through your retirement planning, through your investing, through your life and your money. And it's always great to be here and to hear from uh, callers and listeners as well. Uh, sometimes people call with very specific sort of niche questions. So I always uh, advise uh, in that case to give Kelvin a call offline. That's uh, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. So uh, I just want to uh, let Ted, who's uh, waiting on the line, know. Give Kelvin a call off the air. Four one six four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. Because I'm not gonna be able to get to you on the air today with uh, with your question. But uh, always feel free to give us a call or reach out live on the air. Uh, it's it's just tricky sometimes when we're uh, dealing with some very specific issues. And you know, speaking of plan, which is the last four digits of Kelvin's phone number, we were talking about how to sort of game plan your retirement. You know, we've talked about some of the risks that you're going to want to mitigate. How do we put together a game plan to get us to that end goal? Yeah, so so the the guaranteed the GMWB is a guaranteed monthly withdrawal benefit plan, and it's only ran by insurance companies, and 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 it's not really for all of your money, um, because you get these bonuses, like I was saying, if you don't touch it for fifteen years, 
it's kind of it's not a complicated thing but i think you should sit down with your advisor if you have one and have a and have a chat about it, it might not be for you or it might be for you i don't know remember a successful if you i believe that a successful financial journey begins with a comprehensive financial and estate roadmap because it's one thing to put money into your rsps but what happens when i take it out do i not pay any taxes or do i pay a lot more ta- like what do i do so i think uh i think people that are that are listening should really have that conversation and figure out you know i know rsp time is coming should i buy a lot or should i buy any what should i do um and and many times we don't have those conversations right we just we take it for granted that uh you know i don't have to pay any taxes that's one of the big fallacy with rifts when i when people come and chat with me they uh, they get really confused thinking that man i don't have to pay any taxes when i take my money out and and like i said before that's where the problems really begin sometimes you might have too much money in your rsp um so maybe you want to do depend on your age you might want to do some taking out of the rsp and paying a little bit of the tax now putting some of the money in your tfsa and let the money grow there you so it's really a situation the, where you had planned a lot you looked at mm-hmm. how much money you had in your rsps and you thought i'm going to do really well come retirement time and mm-hmm. come you know 72 and then you start to think to yourself, oh, wait a minute, they're clawing this back and they're taking this from me. And then why, right. why did I bother trying to save right. all that money if it's going to mess with me? So there's a way to mitigate that by starting to riff a little early. Yeah. And, and not only that, I mean, it, you, you run the risk of clawbacks of your old age if you, if you get too much money. Now, when you're 65, you can income split with your spouse. But sometimes, you know, I see clients that are in their late 60s and their 70s, people that come from these shows that I that I do. And man, they got like 800 a million dollars in their RSPs. And I'm thinking, did you not do some planning before? Like to why did you accumulate there's nothing wrong with accumulating money. Don't get well, me well wrong. Well done. Yeah, that's great. But <laughs> yeah, congratulations. But when you think you have a million, you really only have half a million because of the taxation. Remember, mm-hmm. Canada has a graduated tax system right? So the more you make, the more you're taxed. Remember when the RSP got started in 1957, the, the tax rates were really, really low. So as we moved every decade, it got higher and higher and higher. You know, it's not the same anymore. So when you thought your tax bracket is going to be 20% when you retire, and now it's, it's, now it's 30, it really didn't change that much from when you were working. So, so people that are listening, if you believe that taxes are going to go down in the future, load up on RSPs. But if you think it's going to stay the same or go up, maybe do some thinking. Maybe sit with your advisor and strategize. You know, there's we. I always say have a game plan or have goals for yourself. But what's the strategy you're going to implement to accomplish those goals? So you really need to do some thinking about it. And like I say, we're coming to the end of January now. I guess Wednesday is the end of the end. Uh, Tuesday is the end of January, and of course, we're going to get bombarded with RSPs and TFSAs. What should I buy? What should I buy? I mean, later on in in February, Chris will do the TFSA and RSP shows about what should we do, and we'll get more in depth in it. So, so what I want people to really think about is how am I going to? How is what are the challenges that's going to affect my retirement? You know, like we said, longevity, market risk, 
and inflation risk. So all those three things are really going to have a big impact on, on what your retirement looks like in the future. Remember, you know, before we get to the end of the show, just remember these acronym GMWB. Talk to your advisor about it or give me a call and we can go in depth about it and see if it's for you. And that's why it's so important to have a good advisor in your corner. So if you don't have one, give Kelvin a call. If you've got one and you're looking for a second opinion, give Kelvin a call. And the number to call him is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit the website askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. And you think about uh, where we started and where we are now, 1881 prussia retirement started for the very first time and here we are today more people being able to take advantage of that retirement but you have to plan and you've got to have a good advisor in your corner and that's why kelvin is such a great asset and a great person to have here every sunday morning at 11 o'clock thank you kelvin for making us part of your sunday and thank you to everyone out there for making us part of yours and uh thank you kelvin and stay tuned to 640 toronto The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.